1: I, I also regret that you typed that, Uncle Shaw. I regret having seen that you typed that. I regret most of what I did my sophomore year in college. I, just, I thought we were sharing regrets.
2: Yeah, it's no, I I was going through the years of my life I regret and there's too many to account.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah.
2: But you know what? We live and we learn and we yeah. improve.
1: Every everyone was sharing the like uh you know uh what, what was it? The you know, you as a teenager bet some of y'all skip or whatever. So of course no, I did it because a bunch of my friends were doing it and, yeah. and whatnot. I'm uh, not old. Yeah, all of us. Because the thing I was realizing is, oh, basically everybody's posting stuff from when they were 16 or 17. I was 16 ten years ago. Yeah, that's insane. I was like, I posted one, I think I was 17. Um, it was from a it, it was from a the, the Patriots Day football game mm. at in uh, junior year at mm-hmm. Conestoga. And I'm I'm decked out. You know, it's the one of me in the American flag tank with the American flag bandana yeah. and like you know, as one does. Gotcha. Um but <laughs> I was just looking at it, I'm like, man. I was a kid. I was a child. Yeah, isn't it really wild? I find pictures of you and I from back then too all the time. And the Flags. Yeah, the flag one. <laughs> I think that's archived still. On I think so. But I'm gonna bring it back. I'm bringing that back. It's such a good one. It probably is from about ten years ago, right? I think so. That was pretty early on. Because you and I, you and I met when we were when I was sixteen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's wild. Decade. Let's nice. Go. We made it. In fact, we met at the beginning of March. Was when it, I was, was 16. Yeah, because you and I met right after. I was hanging out with Max. I was sad about that's getting right, dumped. That's right. Yeah. yeah. It
2: just feel, I feel like I remember it being warmer than March when we met. I think it was just a warm March. Yeah, it might have been. It probably had to be.
1: Yeah. we. Were, it,
2: was like, it was probably like mid-March. Yeah, but I mean, like, we were sitting on his driveway, like, comfortable at sunset. True. True. Yeah, either way. <laughs> uh, you now know the origin story yeah. of how this happened. Exactly. Uh, I was sad.
1: Yeah. Uh, Weren't we all in high school? (laughs) Weren't? Aren't? (laughs) All right. But yeah, so the reason we decided uh, to to go with the theme for this specific stream is that uh, for the most part, it seems everyone was really enjoying the Bigfoot video, uh, that it it was a good opener to this series we're going to be doing, but the, the part that the most people took issue with... Was the Patterson Gimlin t- f- film analysis? And I'll be honest, I wasn't gonna go that in depth on it at first. I was just gonna be like, "Here's what the experts say." I uh, and then I, you know, did a little bit more digging. It was longer than I anticipated it was gonna be, but whatever. I'm not mad about it. Fleshed it the video out. Uh, we did decide maybe we should do a full video on the Patterson Gimlin tape. But uh, the other thing was w- what I said is that I don't see the muscle movements that people are claiming are there, uh, beneath the suit. Um, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about just the general Bigfoot story to, to start this guy off. But that, that was the big point of contention is I don't think that you can see muscle movement behind underneath the suit no. or underneath the skin, I guess. Well, the uh,
2: thing is some of the stuff that I saw was people were specifically talking about, Oh, and in the enhanced one, and that it's trustworthy because you know, this, that, or whatever. I mean, you mm-hmm. can, you can rationalize that till the cows come home, but, I just don't know how much I personally buy Mm -hmm. a essentially a remastered or enhanced version because even if you're coming directly from the original negative of, was it Super 8 or was it 16 millimeter? Uh, I think it was 16. Okay, 16 is definitely much better than an 8 millimeter. Yeah. (laughs) But even still with the, the quality of the original video, tough. The only way I'd buy it as if it was a remastered version of the original negative, so essentially a rescan, like a fresh yeah. scan of that negative.
1: But Which is gone. Yeah. Just lost to time. Nobody knows where it is. Yeah. Uh, and we'll probably go over, it. when we do the full-length Patterson Gimlin, we'll go over, like, all the shenanigans with ownership of this tape and how it was funded and, you know, the the fact that, I mean, he was making a Bigfoot movie yeah. about... That was going to include flashbacks to the Ape Canyon incident. So obviously, if we're going to keep if we're going to talk about this, we got to go quickly, at least in case nobody's seen the Friday video through through how this develops, because uh, there are a few mentions of, you know, stuff that could be considered Bigfoot. Uh, Mm -hmm. Not necessarily the tracks, but, you know, going back before the 20th century and we'll get into those in the Frontiersman Tales episode uh but the the real it really starts up around 1924 and that is when you have a group of miners the only named one of which uh that i could find was fred beck and they are out prospecting in the mount saint helens area they've been prospecting there for a while uh so far as i can tell it was not called ape canyon back then um somebody said it was but i nobody used the term ape canyon in 1924 yeah um to describe the area it seemed that it was
2: i would imagine it was derived from you know the whole the thing City, yeah. yeah
1: uh i could be wrong about that to be clear I'll, I'll go and i'll do some more digging into it uh because of course we're going to be talking about the the region during both the native american and frontiersman videos yeah i i way the story goes is that these guys have been prospecting in the area for several years. They have been hearing weird noises, seeing large footprints, uh, and one night, Fred Beck and the leader of the group, Hank, they're out getting water from a local spring and they see some large hairy figures. And, you know, they shoot at them, as one does. You first ask questions later, you know. Yeah. Uh, they allege that they hit one, but I mean, how can you really how can you really know it was dark? It was getting it was getting dark, I should say. And then after shooting at the one, they say that around midnight, they were awoken by the sound of stuff crashing against the side of the cabin. And some of the papers report that stones came through the roof and people were concussed and blah, blah, blah. Fred Beck says none of that happened. He says that there were stones thrown, but they were small. The building was sturdy. Nothing got through it. But there was one spot in the wall where there was a hole. And so through that hole, they were shooting at the big feet. They they saw them walking around. Um, and, you know, then it kind of subsided as the night went on. And the next day they went and they reported it to the Rangers. And Hank walks into the Ranger station, goes off to Ranger Welch and says, Ranger Welch, there's there's Indian devils out there. There's mountain devils. And Ranger Welch goes, hmm? <laughs> and Hank goes, the, the mountain devils. And yeah. Ranger Welch goes, what, what's a mountain devil? And he goes, the mountain devils. And Ranger Welch goes, what's a mountain devil? And Hank goes, the mountain devil. And so as you can imagine, it's this is, you know, this conversation goes nowhere it would make
2: sense that there were implications that the hard stuff coming down from canada was really hitting all, you know yeah.
1: a whole new high. Which somebody did say that i it uh it probably was the uh because so, so, i remember when we mentioned that somebody was like oh no the 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 stuff they were growing up there was pretty strong back then and I'm, i i went and i checked it's no the, <laughs> the allegation was quite specifically moonshine yeah um, although there were two, it was two different papers, so it could be that one paper was suggesting they were uh, just zazzad out of their gourd. Uh, the other could be, you know, pity for it. Uh, the other could be that um, there were just two different, and one said it was some of that rare Mountain Dew. Mm. Uh, and by Mountain Dew, of course, they did not mean the the, the gamer beverage. They meant, uh, you know.
2: That drank. Also love to y'all who enjoyed the MLG references in the uh, video.
1: For I didn't reason. even see those. Really? Yeah, no, because I was doing the Tom Essex stuff.
2: When you said gamer beverage in the video, there's hit markers on the Mountain Dew. And then there's the like little rainbow like dancing frog. And I can't remember if I had to. The... anyone know what the time stamp is? <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember if I had the sniper scope, like the quick scope sniper come <laughs> up <laughs> on <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, yeah but That's fantastic. Yeah, there were a couple that. people that were like, oh my God. I love that. Did you see the link and Mike in there?
1: No, I had, I did. I was barely able to watch the video. I was popping in and saying a few things, then research, popping in research.
2: Every time you said link for a few frames, I put link from the Zelda games. And then when you eventually said, and his, uh, I can't remember what you described his name as, but it's not, such' his name, Mike. Yeah. It's just link and Mike was also.
1: <laughs> so that explains a comment that I saw. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> good lord good job though um, good references um yeah so ape canyon's kind of that first one everybody for the most part it's written off and yeah. you know fred beck doesn't come out with his version until the 60s hmm. for the most part it's written off as you know these are just some crazy old miners or one guy said that they were they were you know telling a little bit of a tall tale yeah but the mistake they made was you know not satirizing enough and seeming too serious which one could imply that that's because they were being serious You know, uh, who knows? Um, I I mean, personally, I I look at it and I'm like, there is nothing about that story that I find particularly odd. It was a different time. There is, dude, the Apache didn't stop fighting until 1924.
2: Which is, like,
1: they they did not stop fighting against the U.S. until 1924. Like, everyone likes to think about it as, oh, the Roaring Twenties. It's like, dude, that's the East Coast. Yeah. That is, the Roaring Twenties is happening, like, in the established, developed Parts of the united states california at this point in time it's growing but it's not la and san francisco as we know them today yeah uh you know and this is northern california anyway this is sacramento um north of sacramento mm. so <laughs> this is wild country there were still you know l- large swaths of the pacific northwest that we did not have settled or mapped or anything they were mapped but you know not like not to the extent they are today yeah so the idea that maybe there were some uh, some people living up in them Dar Hills, uh, white native whatever, but you know up there who were wearing big fur garments and the whatnot to to disguise themselves or to keep warm would not be shocked, mm. and that's actually what several people suggested. One one Native American by the name of uh, Jorg Totski, Totsky Totsky. Um, he said that they were the Saitic tribe, who he said came from the Olympic range and Vancouver Island, and that they had gone extinct some some 50 years prior, so far as anybody knew, mm-hmm. but maybe these were just like an, a surviving group, and that these guys were seven to nine feet tall, that they were covered in hair, that they were talented ventriloquists and hypnotists, uh, you know, and, and all that. And then you also have a woman from... Uh, uh, was it squim
2: that sounds right
1: i think it was squim uh and which i learned through the comments is not pronounced sequim even though it's spelled sequim there was one guy who gave us a whole list of washingtonian names that i was like you've got to be kidding me <laughs> there's no way those are pronounced the way you're saying yeah there would be a, a word that did not have a b in it but had a b in the pronunciation and like it's, it wouldn't even be like something that had like a t. That was pronounced, or a V, like, where you could be like, okay, maybe it came from another language. No, 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 no B, no no sound, no phoneme that should be B. But there's a B sound. Who named the places in this country? I don't know, but we can't say much because we live next to the Schuylkill River, which is spelled S-C-H-U-Y-L-K-I-L-L. And we do not pronounce the first L.
2: Yeah, it's one of those deals where it's like, you don't, or the why? I said the word "skookle" so many times before I ever saw it written that
1: anywhere. You didn't even think about
2: it. Yeah, yeah. No. I still don't know how to spell it because I just say it.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's right there. Yeah, it's it's right there, and it's gross. Yeah, don't go. Although I will whatever. say it, you know, compared to the Hudson, that's drinkable. Um, <laughs> it's not that bad. Yeah, eh. I, mean, I probably wouldn't drink it, but like I've been in it, man. Which part? The school up here yeah really oh yeah Is that gross oh i mean I, I know a bunch of people tube down it during yeah in the true. summer oh i guess they're not in the water they're on the water ah so that's it um i don't know i just needed to hate on new york for a second <laughs> um Fair. yeah listen We've been kind enough about Brant Lake. Um, yeah, I was gonna say ironically they can enough. Have Brant Lake. We've been nice to New York like for the past three hours. Yeah. So um, gotta balance it out. It's a beautiful place. It's a pity that they have such bad laws. Um <laughs> It's so expensive to live there. That's the worst part. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the Ape Canyon incident, there's these, these, uh, satics and the tie-ups, tie uh, it's spoken about by this woman from Squim, who I couldn't verify if she herself was, was, uh, Skokomish, but she talked about how there was a Skokomish woman, mm-hmm. um, who was abducted by the tie-ups and that that meant hairy men and, uh, or, or, wild i can't remember the exact translation
0: mm.
1: her name was marion lambert but as we've seen there are plenty of native american people who have very anglophone names they often have both yeah uh, so that was I. Uh, you know it, it's hard to tell specifically is that is that a a story directly from a native or is that somebody who heard a story from a native Either way, it matched really well because what she says is this woman who went missing, and she said that you could verify this through the the Squim archives, but uh, she said the Skokomish woman was kidnapped by the Alps, that she was taken to their lands in the interior as a wife, and that she had children with these people, uh, or I think had a child with one of these these, uh, creatures, Mm -hmm. but that they're not actually creatures. They are tall, but they're human, mm-hmm. and what they do is they wear these fur suits to disguise themselves while hunting, mm. um, and possibly for warfare as well. That these give them the opinion, the the opinion, the appearance of being ape men. All right, both of those are reasonable, logical, yeah. And this is who Hank was referencing when he just kept repeating the mountain devils. I know. Uh, we get to the 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 next incident. Um, there's there's a few scattered reports of prints and everything. Uh, the next time anything shows up in the paper, it is in Death Valley, and it's giant footprints. I think 22 inches long, uh, eight inches wide, something like that. And it said that they were found in uh, gypsum and inside of caves, and they also found a ritual chamber and a burial chamber. In the burial chamber, there were nine-foot-tall mummies that they dated to 80,000 years old. And then in the ritual chamber, there were uh, symbols like those used by the Masons and hieroglyphics known to be similar or er, hieroglyphic similar to those known to have been used by the Atlanteans. Mm, right. Uh, this was a time period in history when Atlantis was a much more firm concept uh, than it is today. Back then uh, we hadn't yet deciphered Mayan. And there were people who thought that I, I can't remember. I think it's like the Florentine codex or something like that. I uh, told the story of the destruction of Mew or Atlantis or something along those lines. Uh, obviously you you can't, that's what I assume they meant Yeah. when they said runes like those or symbols known to like those of the Atlanteans, um, which would imply, it, I mean, if that's true, if that's real, there is a theory that the Aztecs who were not Mayan, but you could make that mistake if you were not a real archaeologist and none of these people were uh they were they were amateur archaeologists which don't get me wrong amateur archaeologists can absolutely make discoveries but they're also more likely to make mistakes such as perceiving Aztec as Mayan uh or perceiving anything as that which was known to be used in Atlantis they report this it hits the papers it's massive news it's in Death Valley and their anthropologists and archaeologists say hey I want to come see that and uh Hank Hill is like oh well we're having uh, uh Doctor Viola Pettit look at it she was at Petra I looked into it there was no Viola Pettit at Petra
0: yeah not that I could tell
1: in fact the only thing I could find about a Viola Pettit was that she uh wrote a rather where well, it was attributed to have written a rather esoteric book about like theosophy and
2: yeah like. I founder her, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a picture in there.
1: Yeah, she uh, it basically it was like, you know, this this one other woman who who actually published the book and claims that Viola Pettit was involved. Mm. Talks about how Viola in her sleep would communicate her dreams and that these dreams had revelations. Yeah, it was weird. Anyway, no evidence that this woman had any archaeological experience, expertise, degrees. Uh, She wrote her, if she did exist at all, uh, which, by the way, I can... The only thing that I can find is these newspaper articles Mm. and this book. Yeah. Those are the only two things I could find about a Viola Pettit. I think I might have found a grave, but I wasn't sure if it was the correct person. Mm -hmm. Um, Either way even if she was a real person she's said to have gotten her phd on secret religions uh, or wrote her phd dissertation on secret religions which right. can mean anything from studying the ancient mystery cults like mithras mm-hmm. to theosophy which
2: can you explain a little bit more in depth about what the- theosophy is cuz like i'm curious i'm probably going
1: to do a video on it at some point yeah. um <laughs> cuz there's, there's, it's another kind of esotericism. Uh, but it's basically the idea that knowledge is passed down, uh, to, um, you know, masters by the ascended masters who have access to the emerald tablets and whatnot. It's a lot of the stuff we covered in the Tartaria and Chan Thomas videos. Got it. Okay. Very, so the Tartaria, uh, crustal displacement theory, theosophy are all kind of. So it's essentially, sounding like a multi generational, like casual cult in a sense. Okay, let me put it this way: you know how I, uh, in the Book of Exodus, Moses says he was spoken to by a burning bush. Yes, that's you know it was revealed to me by the bush.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, theosophy is literally it was revealed to me in a dream,
0: mm-hmm. like the
1: the the meme about the source being it was revealed, yeah, yeah, yeah. literally that you ever seen spirit science here on youtube we've done some uh some some reaction content to his video over on my personal channel the aiden mattis that that's what we're talking about here uh this is the guy who talked about uh space hebrews the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble
2: Setting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
1: And how the Martians came to Atlantis. Oh, yeah, it's a whole thing. Oh, we got to cover that at some (laughs) point. it's... what yeah uh it, it's the kind of thing where you're sitting there and you're like huh and he talks about it with so much authority yeah like this happened and you're like where's your source and he goes i made it the, fuck up. <laughs> um, like, the 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 egyptian god thoth told me as he read from the emerald tablets that you can't see uh, yes, so. like, like okay guys um but yeah so that's all i could find about Um who was not at Petra from what i can tell mm-hmm. no attribution uh, nothing on jstor you know not, nothing there at all <laughs> and then he says that uh the the guy who funded all of this was a guy named bertrand russell
0: mm.
1: who at the time would have been a rather up and coming philosopher yeah so we have two esoteric not necessarily esoteric i don't know i don't know much about bertrand russell's work but we've got two people involved in Uh, theology and philosophy. We've got Atlantis. uh, And we've got absolutely no physical evidence of anything because according to every source I can find, Bertrand Russell, this F. Bertrand Russell guy who was supposedly a uh, physician from Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. um, went off into the desert to find his stuff and never returned and his car was found on the side of the road i found no actual documentation for this um sounds to me like hank hill was trying to cash in on the atlantis thing uh and you know maybe got got his money's worth out of it or realized he was in over his head i don't know for for sure i don't know what you're applying this sounds like a bedrock solid (laughs) foundation for an idea (laughs) but yeah look for the cave of mummies in death valley is not exactly a feasible instruction
0: well
2: that
1: does sound
2: vaguely related to something else that we've covered the M cave no well in terms of him disappearing yes but the not necessarily the mummies in death valley but maybe you know in the general vicinity maybe a little bit more south to the east uh some extra large bodies being found in caves
1: you're gonna have to jog my memory on this Love one luck. Oh, that's northeast. That's why I was confused. Mm, got it. Yeah, De- yep. Death Valley's southeastern California.
2: Yeah, I thought Lovelock was in
1: New Mexico? or uh, Lovelock is northern Nevada. North- oh, yeah. really? Okay, got it. Yeah. Um, so I will say that is along the Humboldt River, which does lead into Humboldt County in California. Um, like, they're... There are things to be addressed. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. trust me, this is all going to get tied together. Uh, yeah. That said, the the, uh, the Citeca are never referenced as being giants. Fair. There's one, one person says they're tall, which in my opinion, if you, a good example of this is if you look at the, uh, God, was it uh, Patagonia, mm. the Patagonian giants. Mm-hmm. I believe it's a Portuguese guy who first writes about them. And he's like, they're 15 feet tall. Mm-hmm. And then there's a Dutch guy who's like, they're 10 to 12 feet tall. And there's an English guy who's like, eh, they're, they're a little tall, Maybe six and a half, seven feet. Mm-hmm. So the first guy to see them is like, oh my God, they're huge. Yeah. Because nobody can question him. And then the second guy is like, well, I definitely want to sound cool, but I also want to sound like he was exaggerating. Yeah. So he exaggerates less. Then the English guy comes along, and he's like, man, yeah, these are some tall dudes. This is weird. You guys are like Dutch people. <laughs> um, so we'll also be covering the Patagonia giant story. Don't worry, I'll I'll get that involved. Writing that down. Well, it's probably gonna go into the Bigfoot stuff. Still. Uh but yeah, so um that's that's my point is like the Lovelock thing could very easily be that, where yeah. people who were slightly above average height ended up being discussed as being massive. Uh but yeah, so there, there's not much going on the Death Valley thing. But in 1958, we get the the real famous incident, which is Bluff Creek. And that is up in northern California, Humboldt County. Uh it's on the kind of like in the Trinity uh Trinity area as well. But um it's just up uh near I want to say it was Cle- Klamath National Forest and uh Klamath and Trinity National Forests, I think is is kind of the general area. Sounds right. And what they find, a guy named Jerry Crew comes forward and says that for the last six weeks, they have been encountering these giant tracks and that they are, you know, 14 to 16 inches long and can't have been, you know, five foot strides, 10 foot running strides. They're three inches deep into the dirt. They've really been pressed in and reporters go out there and they measure it and they're like, yeah, these these are, in fact, three inch footprints in the dirt. And they take casts and they uh, they uh, words are not coming to me right now they take plaster casts of it it's in all the papers everybody's talking about you know the the Indian legends as well and how there's talk of Indian devils and mountain devils and Creek devils and all this I <laughs> uh, it's kind of another thing where some people say it was a hoax they accuse a guy named Ray Wallace who was the owner of Wallace logging company which was you know the company that was at bluff creek and mm-hmm. doing the logging and their employees are the people who said they found the prints, and ray is like guys i lost 15 employees off of this job because of these prints i'm losing money i'm hurting my own business like or it's hurting my business like this is why would i do this uh and refuses to say he did it he's like i didn't do this yeah um i didn't do this <laughs> <laughs> So it kind of fizzles out, and there's the people who think the tracks are real, and there's the people who think the tracks aren't real. Um, <laughs> Nine years later, because I guess I should backtrack a little bit. That's 1958. 1959, a guy named Ivan T. Sanderson releases a book called uh, Something Along the Lines of America's Abominable Snowman. Um, or uh, And then that catches the attention of a guy named Roger Patterson, roger patterson is a rodeo rider up in toledo washington uh, and he decides he wants to go find bigfoot 1962 he really starts to get into it 1966 he records uh or he writes a, a book of his own called uh do abominable snowmen of america really exist which is why i called him a clickbait pioneer mm-hmm. um and it does well enough, he he founds a, a, it was like Northwestern Wilderness Research Foundation or something along those lines, and between the money he made off of the book, donations to the foundation, and some money from his brother-in-law, Al D'Atli, uh, who's up in uh, also I think, Tah- or Yakima. Um, yeah, these guys were Yakima, it was Ray Wallace, it was Toledo. Hmm. Um, So Yakima is Roger Patterson and uh, Al Atlee and Bob Gimlin, those guys. So Patterson decides, with the money he now has, he's going to make a movie about Bigfoot, and it's going to be told in line with the Fred Beck story, which I believe came out in 1962. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be an old miner accompanying some cowboys who's going to tell them, and there's also going to be a a Native American guide, and these two are going to tell Patterson's character, the cowboy, about their... You know, their experiences and their stories and they're going to tell it through flashbacks of the Ape canyons and other groups or other other incidents i also love that it's called the battle of ape canyon um and while they're out there on october 20th uh apparently there was some filming that happened in may and then they were doing maybe some secondary photography uh in in october they're down there and they're just filming in an area where uh, where Ray Wallace had said, hey, if you go here, that's where you're most likely to find the squash. Um, now, of course, in 2002, Ray Wallace's kids came forward and said that the whole thing had been a hoax and their dad was just a prankster and mm-hmm. produced some feet of wood. And they said that his his uh, their dad and, you know, one I think his brother and one of his employees were going around tramping, you know, as a joke. To prevent theft or something like that, um, Ray himself never fessed up, uh, at least not publicly. There is one person, a, a Daniel Pilchus, who claims that I believe claims Ray fessed up to it in like 1982 hmm. to him privately.
0: Yeah.
1: I uh, so it's you know it's hard to say for sure in either direction, but the gist of it is there's a claim. With some evidence from Ray Wallace's kids that, that he he had hoaxed that whole thing. But so, Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin, they're, they're up in Bluff Creek in around the same area that uh, these tracks first appeared back in the uh, the 1950s. And as they're filming, they capture some footage. And this becomes the famous Patterson-Gimlin tape. And... There were a lot of things involved in the tape. Uh, I, I find it a little suspicious that they went out looking for Bigfoot and found him in the exact place they were told they would find him um, by a guy who allegedly faked the whole thing. Yep. But that's obviously not enough alone. So in the tape, it's 16 millimeter film. I believe it's 18 frames per second, the original. They're just kind of walking along when you, you see, like, somebody points at something and it just gets, you know, suddenly camera pans down. And what you get is, uh where's the, I had the original one here somewhere. Yeah, here's the unedited version. I don't know why this window is being so slow right now. Uh, maybe it's, ah, it's probably over here. I bet that's why. Ah, it is. I was right. It's that screen. I think. We'll see. uh you got the chat up. I don't need this up save ourselves some ram uh we love a bit of good RAM. we love a bit of good ram so i'm gonna i'm gonna switch it over and i might have to fix the microphone we'll see is the micro ah uh,
0: Ooh, way. Oh, it worked finally
1: yeah so uh we're gonna we'll we'll make this full screen over here for you so this is the portion of the tape do you mind popping this down yeah. just a little so i can see but this is the portion it's a it's longer it's about three minutes long but most of this is just b-roll they're catching some images of guys on uh you know See, that's a guy on horseback. Now, what you might notice is that, obviously, you blow this up to 1080, and it's going to be a little blurry. Uh, really, even if we make it smaller, it's not much better. Um, there's just too many too many pixels that have to be invented here. You could drop it down to 144 and be a hell of a lot closer to the original footage. But apparently, if you do that, uh, YouTube will...
2: I can say I, I I know the Yeah, no,
1: nah, it's not better in lower quality either.
2: I know the I would yeah, try and do 1080. I know the backup penny. I know it's technically 1080, and I don't know how many copies this went through, but like for 16 millimeter, this is horrible quality. Yeah. Like 16 millimeter back in the day was used to shoot a lot of like news and documentary footage and even some like Short films. I think Christopher Nolan shot a couple of his first films on 16, and like that
1: is brutal. Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. No, there's a. Everything is at the very least a copy of a copy. Yeah. This might be uh, a copy of a copy of a copy of a copy. Yeah. Um. It's also been digitized. It's probably been shared around a few times. But you know, the the point of the matter is this is this is the general film you get. And I looked up original if you want to see if you can find a better link, maybe.
2: I, I, in my search,
1: I haven't found anything, but. Yeah, so here's, here's the important part. This is, this is the boom. This is where somebody says, look, look there. Just just in case there is audio that they can hear, but we can't. Um, Yeah, so this is, (laughs) this right here. That's the unedited version that you can find on YouTube. Obviously, not super high quality. Now, if I look up uh, original Patterson-Gimlin film, the problem is you can't really find anything that's not stabilized. I Essentially, everything is... A copy of a copy, and maybe this one's higher quality because it's from Oregon Public Broadcasting. But no, see, even that still sucks. It looks it's a little better. It's a little better. So let's uh, let's see where the. Okay, here we go. Ah, uh, wait, no. Yeah. So. It's just. It's been reproduced so many times that the original version is incredibly low quality. there's not much at all that you can see. And they're circling stuff and like honestly, I don't see the stuff they're circling.
2: Well, they're, I think they're going
1: for like the zipper bit and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, probably. Um, but yeah, you you go through there's just there's really nothing on YouTube that I've been able to find that isn't in some way altered. So, if somebody has a digitized copy that has gone through as few copies as possible, awesome send it to us and we'll take a look but i was able to find these guys and here's what we get when you look at the uh the the hd version so this is i mean it's got to be at a certain point ai enhanced yeah this one's ai enhanced
0: let's look at it I don't know if this is the specific AI enhanced one people wanted me to look at,
1: but they go over it several times. There's 50 FPS, still shaky, and when I look at this, I simply do not see muscle movement. You would also expect expect that in the region of the bazangas, there would be some jiggle, Hmm. and yet we see none. Even when you slow it down to 25 FPS, I don't see anything.
2: Well, most of the movement is coming from the smoothing of the AI.
1: And that's the thing, is I you know, I'll have you explain it in a second how how this works, the the whole AI thing, um, when it comes to restoring video. But here it is in 60. I still don't see muscle movement.
0: Yeah,
1: and th- I watched this one over and over and over and over again, and just to me, you don't see any, any discernible muscle movement beneath the skin. Everything seems so static, and this is an HD. This is as high quality as you can get this video online. I mean, at least as far as I've been able to find. Uh, let's see this one. Don't don't need don't need all that. Just need the the footage itself. Here's the original footage they're talking about. Let's pull it up. So once again, even this guy with his original footage, it's still the low quality, grainy, all that. Let's see when the AI Enhanced comes in. Maybe this is... Yeah. Slowed down and zoomed in, so maybe this will be better, easier to see.
0: A little bit. A little bit higher quality. But I think really you got to look right here.
1: The, The lower back, you would expect movement. Of the muscles, yeah. I would also wonder why it's quite so. Like that, the, the body proportions I don't love. Well, do, do you do you want to compare it to something? Here, let's see we can get a how many <laughs> qualities get. This is in seven twenty. Only gets up to seven twenty.
2: So the the closest visual comparison I can think of is to a gorilla, if we want to pull up a video of a gorilla by comparison to see how much
0: motion So let's see, here we go So there you're already seeing a lot of muscle movement on the muscles of the cranium Mm Mm-hmm
1: and see, there's a lot of movement here. That is muscle movement beneath the skin.
0: Yep.
1: But also, you look at how Gorilla walks, it's completely different from how that thing was walking.
2: Yep. But by visual means, it's probably the closest yep. in comparison. So yeah, I think that's that's pretty blatant the differentiate
1: the differentiation Microsoft there. Microsoft Edge running in the background. I'm like, why is everything running so slowly and Microsoft Edge is in the background? um so also google chrome has like 23 tabs open somewhere and i have no idea where any of them are <laughs> it, it really is incredible how uh how much nonsense is running on your computer at any given time yeah that's amazing um but yeah so that's that's you know kind of my issue with this stuff um no matter how i look at it whether it's the ai enhanced whether it's the the, the upscale to 4k I just do not see movement and even and the other thing is like and again I, I want you to explain this to your, the best of your ability but like mm-hmm. I don't see discernible muscle movement there Um. so let's
2: and it's also even just the you know the natural movement and response to the scenario yeah. you know the, the idea of it looking directly at them without any form of like you without anything well, that's the thing is like whether it's a predatory animal or a prey animal, they would generally have some
1: form of reaction. YouTube is not receiving enough video to maintain smooth streaming.
2: I mean, it, but it is.
1: Yeah, that's weird.
2: Yeah. Nonetheless, uh, I mean, just the lack of reaction one way or another, whether it's predatory, like yeah. is this potential food or prey response of moment of fear and then like bolting. You know, it, it's weird that there was a lack of like anything. But yeah, if we wanna go into the video aspect of it, so for those who aren't familiar with it, the way AI works in terms of kind of smoothing out and bumping up the quality of the video like that. So if it's shot at 18 frames per second to bring it up to 100 frames per second, what the AI generation is doing is that for all of the frames between those 18 original frames, the AI algorithm is essentially creating those frames based off of what it thinks should happen between you know, two of any given of those 18 frames. Mm-hmm. So it's developing, what, like, you know, three, four, five, maybe six, depending on how many, you know, the output frame total count mean,
1: is. Yeah, if you're doing a, if you're looking at a upscaling an 18 frame per second video to 100 frames per second, it's adding, like, almost f- over five yeah,
0: times. That, yeah, that's
1: majority yeah. AI pixels. Yeah, so it's,
2: it's, you're essentially asking a machine to fill in the gaps where it's like, oh, based on what you're looking at, What makes sense to happen here? Mm -hmm. So it's not, you know, whatever movement that that may generate, it's not really there. It's just a a machine assuming what should be there based off of all the other video footage that it has scanned prior. Um, Similarly, upscaling. So what upscaling does is if you have, let's say, a, you know, 720 image or -hmm. 720 video, If you want to upscale that to 4K, AI then goes through and does the same thing. But instead of with individual frames creation, it's doing it with individual pixels in already existing frames. So it may look at a selection of pixels that are all relatively similar or, you know, essentially one pixel in the smaller scale format. And then when it's blowing that up and it's proportionally matching that. It then adjusts all of the pixels that that original pixel would essentially be encompassing Mm -hmm. in that new format. And then based on what it understands from the rest of the image, it creates what it
1: thinks should be there. So So, if you present it with a video of a great ape or something like it walking, it's going to assume... Depending on the type of AI you're using, because yes. there's very basic AI that's just going to try and, you know, match frame to frame yeah. what's in the space between. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we've got considerably like at, at this point with Sora AI out there. Yeah, there's no proving Bigfoot exists yeah. ever unless no. you do it on film, like yeah. on physical film. Yep. Yeah. the only possible way.
2: And the only way you could do that is even then, like you would have to essentially capture it on analog film, develop it and then show it on the original print from the original negative. And even then you would have to prove that
1: whatever you were doing was not somebody in a suit in camera. It's just, I mean, that's the problem is at this point, you've got to find DNA. Yeah. But the problem with finding Bigfoot DNA, in my opinion, is that it's probably going to be human DNA. I mean, you might be able to find genetic markers that show that it's different from... You and me. Yeah. But it's probably, I don't think it's going to, We everybody's been looking for great ape DNA and I think they're looking in the wrong place. Mm-hmm. I think you should be looking for humans. Um Now, of course, another thing to bring up is that Patty looks precisely like a drawing of what a Bigfoot would look like from Patterson's book. Yeah. So he basically spotted the exact kind of Bigfoot he drew. Keep in mind, he'd never seen one before. So, yeah. It was just based off of descriptions he'd come up with, and we've we've been seeing this a lot with dinosaurs lately. There's kind of been the general assumption that dinosaurs had scales, and Mm. they're believing more and more that they probably had feathers. Yeah, the the video. Also, they put together so many dinosaur skeletons that turned out to not be right at all early on. Oh yeah. Oh, that makes so sense. Where Mm they're like, there have been like entire species of dinosaur that they've come out and been like. So it was actually we a couple other ones. probably messed up on that like
2: I think the best thing to come out of the dinosaur community in the last several years was the uh, what they actually assumed the T-Rex mm-hmm. sounded like you've heard that right and it's just like all of the comments that are like why don't we have a like Jurassic Park style but like horror film yeah mm-hmm. it's a great point
1: yeah it's so you know with, with the, the film footage a lot of people were pointing out the whole, you know, well, have you seen the AI enhanced version? I'm like. AI enhanced is inherently less trustworthy than mm-hmm. original, so
2: it's about as trustworthy as saying, hey, do you see the one where the guy like inserted a cartoon for a few frames in between each of the original frames
1: like, yeah. you know, I so I I struggle. I struggle to accept it. And, you know, when I look at the the closest thing possible. Even with the AI, it doesn't look to me like there's muscle movement. And what drives me insane is all of these anecdotal comments that say, oh, well, nobody could make a suit like that back then. Part of me is like, we should see if we can find a costume designer to make a suit.
2: Well, but here's my this is the biggest confusion I have with that. Both of the examples we provided in the video, which was from 2001 A Space Odyssey Mm -hmm. and Planet of the Apes movies are just as good just in different ways.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, those suits are better mm-hmm. than what oh, is yeah. apparently on this video. I, I said so. I think the Planet of the Apes costume is considerably better. Yeah. It looks far more realistic. Yeah. A- and I don't. And, and the other thing that bugs me is, what is the deal with this insistence that it's walking in a way a human can't? I don't understand that in the slightest. Like, I, at, some, at one point I heard, you know, oh, well, a human in a suit couldn't turn like that. And it's like, it depends on the suit. Have you seen Chewbacca? Yeah. Have you seen football players? Yeah. Who are wearing essentially the same thing that is claimed to be in the suit? <laughs> no. Have you watched The Grinch with Jim Carrey? <laughs> like, you know, he had to be trained by
2: people who trained, uh Navy SEALs how to endure torture in order to get into that makeup for eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. But he was able to make that stuff move a lot. Yeah. You know, just to th- assume, you know, in the same world, granted, that's a few decades later, but even still to say that you can't walk and turn
1: yeah it's i don't buy it um and, and to be clear this is not us being like ah bigfoot can't possibly be real this is us being like i don't think this film is you know quite as can you think of anything shot on 16 millimeter that we could pull up to show people what it should look like oh uh
2: god was i think was
0: was memento in 16 millimeter um,
1: all right, here we go. So here's here's a guy who posted one.
2: No, it was
1: 35. So here's 16 millimeter. This is the kind of quality we should be talking about.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of documentaries and stuff back then that shot on 16. But, like, you can already tell the vast improvement. Yeah, quality. I mean... It's not high def, but... But it's certainly not...
1: I mean, you can tell everything that you're seeing. Exactly. It's just... You know, so I just... <laughs> when I look at this, yeah, it's, it looks very 70s in terms of the camera quality, but it's clearly passable. It looks better. Yeah. So you can imagine that the very first people to view this film would have been looking at something more like this, where you can read street signs. Yeah. Maybe they could, in fact, see muscle movement. But the problem is nobody today can corroborate that they actually did. Yeah. No. Uh, I also another issue I had with it was that uh, they, they took it to people at Disney and um, Universal and said, hey, what do you guys think? And it's been pitched around, you know, oh, well, they took it to, you know, to to people at Disney and Universal who said that they, they couldn't recreate it. But I looked into who they took it to. One guy had no special effects credits, Mm -hmm. had like one TV shows, a short lived TV show. I think it was a news station Mm. of directorial credits. Yeah. And then they were like, well, it was screened to, uh, to, uh, Dale sheets and, and unnamed technicians at universal. I'm sorry. Unnamed technicians might as well be anonymous sources. As far as I'm concerned, you made that up. In fact, I'm pretty positive you did. Um, (laughs) You know, D- Dale Sheets is is not a the kind of guy that you should care about his opinion here. Um, Ken Peterson over at Disney was in charge of their animation department. So, you know, some special effects involvement. He was more on the management and executive side. Yeah. But, you know, he said none of our none of our guys could recreate this. This would and, you know, well, at least one version of the event says he said none of our guys could recreate this. A more conservative version of what he said is that, you know, our guys could do this, but it would take a lot of money and it would have to be done in a studio. The latter one sounds more likely, considering it's Disney. Yeah. Even in the 1970s, in the nineteen sixties, Disney had money yeah and and was doing really cool stuff granted from what i recall they weren't doing a ton of live action not stuff, yet no. but but that's exactly the thing he was working with animators he was entirely in the animation side i think yeah. they had done mary poppins but yeah. mary poppins was not costumes it was cartoon on top of
2: yeah the film yeah i mean they had like the character the human characters had costumes
1: but it wasn't any like creature costume kind of deal yeah so it's you know I, i'm just not <laughs> i'm not convinced by that now if you told me that they took the original footage 10 years later to a little company called ilm mm-hmm. and they said we can't do that yeah mm, now now i'm more now yeah. i'm more interested or,
2: or, or, or forget taking it to stan winston and telling him yeah. telling you he couldn't do it because stan winston was the guy they did uh terminator mm-hmm. they did dress park like you know, the the animatronics and suits that they
1: were able yeah. to produce in a variety of things is just. If, if I remember correctly, one of the guys on Jurassic Park it might have been Winston said, like, if one of my guys made this, I'd fire him. Something along those <laughs> lines. Because that bad. Yeah. Yeah. He yeah, was like, it's not good. Um, and so, Yes, yeah, that's the thing. You take it to guys who worked on things like Jurassic Park and said, eh, that's a hoax. Yeah. Uh, that's I I could do that in my basement in my sleep yeah um they took it uh bill munn who said he does believe the video is real and is a special effects guy even said taking it to disney and universal was stupid you should have taken it to fox or mgm especially since mgm was uh, had Planet or not planted the apes mgm did uh 2001 a space odyssey in 1968
2: yeah well and also talking about things in the 70s jaws was 1975 they produced it in 1974 granted it's a very different style of thing but they had an animatronics 25 foot shark navigating around 10 miles off the coast of uh, you know, Martha's Vineyard in 30 feet of water that was on a crane that was articulating. But granted, it broke down a lot because of the salt water. And looking back at it now, it doesn't look exactly like a great white shark today. But like, there were a lot of impressive feats that mm-hmm. were being
1: done at that time in terms of costume design and special effects making. Mm-hmm. I also think design. It's, it's very funny to sit here and listen to them be like, ah, nobody could possibly make that suit. We went to the moon two years <laughs> later. The moon. Keep in mind. Yeah. There's a lot of people out there who claim we had the technology to fake the moon landing yeah. in 1969. You're telling me we can't fake a Bigfoot suit in 1967? Yeah. Also, there's a... Uh, there's a... Uh, now, granted, I, he's never produced evidence either. But Philip Morris, who was a costume designer in L.A. in the 60s, said that he made the suit. Yeah. Now, he never produced any evidence that he made the suit when there should. And I mentioned this in the video. There should have been drawings. There should have been invoices. He said it was a suit that he regularly sold. It was a gorilla suit. There should have been examples of that. Um, so I, I don't necessarily buy that that's true at all. Um, there was I did see that there was
2: like this suit that maybe he made as like a replica of it. But like, you know, that seems pretty on the mark.
1: Yeah. No way
2: to know if he had that at the
1: time. That's what I mean. It's like if, that's the thing is if Philip Morris can come forward and say, here's this order, this mail in or he said it was mail in. He's If he came forward and said, here's the mail order it's right here. It has Roger Patterson's signature on it. It is an order for a Bigfoot suit or a gorilla suit or something. If he came forward and popped that down on the table, it would be over and done with. Settled. This is not Bigfoot. Yep. Um, so that that part uh, I found interesting. Another thing was that the feet were flat. The feet on the the film are flat.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You can see it right there. Um, also, if you if you look at the comparison with Beneath the Planet of the Apes, I. That, that I think we have in the video. Um, but I mean, it, the argument that somebody, a human being can't turn that way is hilarious because there's a guy in a gorilla suit who turns that way in, yeah. in the diagram. <laughs> um, so yeah, just when I look at the film, I'm just not remotely convinced. No. Um, and that's, that's that's not me saying that Bigfoot can't possibly be real. That's me saying what many other Bigfoot researchers have said in the past, which is I think Bigfoot's real or could be real, but that's a hoax. And in my opinion, if it was, there are two two probable reasons. Either it was Patterson's idea and he thought, well, if we present the footage, then maybe we can get people to fund an actual expedition to go find the thing. Yeah. If we give them, you know, proof that it's real, maybe we can go get actual proof that it's real
2: which would not be the first time in history that somebody's done that
0: no
1: not at all the other possibility is that al D'Atli, who was basically funding all of this mm-hmm. organized all of it and that mm-hmm. patterson and gimlin had no idea that they they were he Atli, would have known they were going to be there that day might not have known that they would have considered shooting the thing and mm-hmm but maybe he paid somebody to put on that suit and walk in front of the camera when he saw them come. (laughs) Like, but also the other thing I want to point out is like the flat feet really don't sit right with me. Something that is bipedal and humanoid should not have flat feet. Mm. It just shouldn't. Um, I don't think even gorillas have flat feet, but I'm not positive. Um, Yeah, look it up. Okay, so chimps and gorillas have flexible but flat feet, whereas humans have stiff arched feet. But gorillas also walk much differently from what we saw there. Chimpanzees yeah. too; they use their their arms. Yeah. Um. So you know, I I think I, I, in my opinion, one of the the biggest reasons I would argue that's probably not real is that Bigfoot looks to be a hominid, based on the video and based on all of the descriptions of it.
0: Hmm.
1: I don't think any hominids have flat feet. Had I mean I I'm not sure we could even say for sure, but you can look it up did any hominids have flat feet. Um <clears throat> But yeah, you would expect that it would be Yeah, it's as far back as Oster 3.18 million years ago we had we didn't have flat feet. There's no way Bigfoot has flat feet. Um And I think part of the reason that they went with the flat feet is that a Great apes have flat feet. And B, all of the prints suggested flat feet. But the thing is, the prints were all kind of identical at Bluff Creek. Yeah. Also, C,
2: if you're in the suit, probably still have shoes on in there.
1: Mm -hmm. Or you made boots out of it. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, like I said, the only way to know for sure if that film is a hoax is for someone directly involved with it to come out and say it was a hoax. And by that, I mean... Really, only Gimlin is left to say so. Gimlin seems pretty pretty convinced he saw Bigfoot that day, so I don't think Bigfoot was in on a hoax if there was a hoax. Um, at the end of the day, when you look at a video like that and the versions it's available in, I think you see what you want to see. You know, the fact that so many people are so clear that they see muscle movement beneath the suit Meanwhile, I look at it and I don't see muscle movement beneath that suit. And I had no going into this. I was like, I don't care if it's real or not. Yeah, I have no no skin in this. If it's real, cool. If it's not real. All right, whatever.
2: Yeah. The only movement I see is from the moving of the Mm -hmm. I'm going to call it a suit. You see different levels of reflection of light from the fur that's on it. So that gives the appearance of certain movements that aren't exactly correlating Mm -hmm. with the overall body movement. But that doesn't appear to me as muscle
1: movement. Also, I I will say this I, uh, the Sheboingas, far too hairy. Yeah, I may have had to look up some some gorilla titties, um, and chimp and and chimp ones. This is the kind of like ground level research that puts us
2: above everyone else. This is why everyone's here. <laughs> this is this is what everyone
1: respects. Oh, oh my neck. Yeah. Oh yeah i need to see a chiropractor um but yeah
2: he's willing to do the work that no one else is
1: yeah so i i just think uh i mean based on on the native descriptions that describe them as uh i, I mean I'll, I'll grant it the the George Totsky one said you know harry like a bear
0: mm.
1: which is a lot closer to what we see there but if you go up north to you know canada they don't say they're hair like bears. They say they're hairy people, yeah, different. And if you're native, really anything with body hair is hairy compared to you. yeah. Uh, I mean, and it's and that's not like some sort of dig, just genetically, like Native Americans are not as hairy as white people. Um Somebody said digital footprint. <laughs> yes, I said gorilla titties. You can do with that information what you will. <laughs> But either way, that's I I wanted to go sort of into into more detail about where I am on the Patterson Gimlin film and why Uh, we're going to we'll do a whole a whole video on the tape because it seems necessary. Aiden can give his his film side of things. I can I can see if I can dig up any more information on it, look at the lore of where the video came from. And if anybody has access to a digital copy of of the film itself, which is not in 240p, please Give us access to it, and we'll review that instead. Yeah. It's just the AI enhanced ones aren't going to do it. Yeah, it's not trustworthy. It, you're Yeah, I mean, you know, when you watch, see, I think people, this is the problem: is they'll watch like NCIS or something like that, and you'll have the grainy security camera footage, and they'll be like, "Can you enhance that?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, absolutely," and it turns into a 4K high def image where you can, you know, see the pimples on the guy's arm. Yeah, and you're like. Uh, that's not how that works. Yeah. I mean,
2: like, you can do that that's to an extent, how
1: the force works. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but like, that's not, you can't use that in like the court of
1: law to convict someone. It doesn't even work like that. Like they don't have software that can, they might now. Yeah. And even then it would be an investigative tool, not a, not a admissible tool. Exactly. Um. But yeah, like you look at it, there's, there's, it's anytime you AI enhance something, you are adding pixels. Which means that you are taking away from the fidelity of the the image. You, you are inherently making it less authentic. Yes. So it's not a an acceptable form of evidence. Um and you know, that's that's the way we look at things. That said, I'm I'm still gonna look further through it. I'm gonna look and see it. When we do the Patterson Gimlin one, maybe we'll be like, all right, what about other sightings of Bigfoot on film? Like there must be some, right? And there there's a bunch and most of them are garbage. Um, <laughs> i look but, forward to seeing them you know that's there's also it's it, it's crazy how many people are adamant in one way or the other that like oh there was dna evidence that absolutely proved bigfoot's real and then the, the same evidence will be used by other people to be like no 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 that proved there was nothing yeah it's like come on guys but that said it is eight oh seven p.m and you know what that means it is question time
2: Yes. <laughs> so we're going to get started with Local Legends Burton Morin for $2. Oh yeah. Uh
1: starting the show off earlier on saying, "Hey guys, keep up the good work." Thank you. Thank you very much. He uh he did a, the video on uh Brandon Swanson that we that we shouted out.
2: Oh nice. Yeah. Uh Equus Heart for $2 says, "Love all your videos, just saying." Well, Thank, thank you. you very much. Uh Ryan Wickup back at it again for $5.32. <laughs> Love the so specificity. Specific thank uh i think he walked too much like a human and i think the arms would be longer it's a dude in a suit also it reacted like it was not a wild animal yeah kind of a good yeah. summation well, of
1: everything we've said i will i will push back on the wild animal issue because i don't think there's that many people who've said bigfoot is a wild animal fair most most seems to be that bigfoot is at some level intelligent
0: Sure. Mm-hmm
2: on the official data for four hundred ninety nine saying the pack uh I assume Gimli, uh the pack gimli footage is of too low resolution, sixteen millimeter, to get a good read. I still believe if high intel uh they could be actively hiding in the yep. Pacific Northwest heavy woods. It's definitely possible.
1: That's and to you know. Also, thank you. Just to be straightforward about it, that's where I'm at right now. Is If Bigfoot's real, it is a community of either uh, primitive humans or divergent hominids that mm-hmm. are living out in the woods and probably in extremely low numbers at this point.
2: Yeah. Totally Nayama for $20. Thank you very much. Says, a while back, you guys mentioned you wanted this channel to be a place where smaller creators could post their content. You said the revenue would be shared if that happened. Is that still the case? Uh, I would say from what we're doing now it's less on this channel it's more and you can correct me yeah. if i'm wrong here but it's more that we're kind of we're branching out other channels just by the nature of the way youtube likes to promote content um you know we'd love to continue to help other people grow but it's just kind of a nature of a conversation between you know us and whoever wants to do content with us potentially of like what's going to be the best strategy you know is there is there a way to that we could help you get your channel started up and running and you know, kind of like if that's more logical, or if it falls into the fold of what we do, finding a way to structure that for, you know, everybody's benefit, yeah.
1: I guess? We're we're currently working with uh with a couple of people we know to test the waters on it. Yeah. Uh and if that goes well, then we'll look into uh, you know, doing more of it. That might mean uh throwing some money behind advertising, uh helping people get set up with the right equipment doing uh kind of like co-hosting their show with them for a few months there there's a few different ideas in the ballpark um and and so we'll as we as we figure that out we'll uh we'll we'll make announcements
2: yeah Uh, suffice to say it's like we still intend for that it's just as we grow we're finding better ways to do that and so we're just Mm. continuously trying to improve uh, and hopefully helping those along the way Mm -hmm. Uh, Elena De Howler, Werewolf Queen for 999. Thank you. Says thank you. question for my mom Emerald Queen. I have a werewolf costume with relatively long slash thick fur. Would a video of me in said costume help you in your analysis of the Bigfoot video?
1: It actually it might. It might actually. Uh, if you want to try and replicate the walk. Yeah. I'd be, I would be willing to, I'd, I'd take a look at it. Yeah, why not? Consider using it in the analysis, yeah. It um,
2: certainly could not hurt.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Totally not Yama
2: for $10 saying, and thank you very much, I'm researching for a video on the Black Dog of the Hanging Hills and gathered some footage of the area. If there's any topic that comes up in Connecticut, I might be able to get some footage. Ooh,
1: Connecticut. Um, Nothing jumps to mind, but... Most of the Connecticut stuff that comes to mind is more hauntings, like uh, the the Warrens were up there. So there's a lot of stuff from the Warrens, um, but we can definitely, definitely consider. Sure.
2: Cedar for $7.77. Love the specificity. Uh, some Washington towns to produce for y'all, or sorry, pronounce for y'all. Uh, would you like to give those a try?
1: You cannot seriously tell me somebody named a town Endem Claw. Yeah, because uh, th- this this one it. I actually know because somebody mentioned it. Lostbo? Apparently, it's actually like Saint Paul. No, no, we're done with that. <laughs> <laughs> Issaquah. I actually have a friend who I uh, who lived in Issaquah. Um, it was, uh, my my junior prom date, actually, if I remember correctly, she uh, we finished ninth grade. We both switched schools. I switched to the local high school. She switched to the local high school in Issaquah, Washington.
2: <laughs>
1: so, also, there's
2: no way that last one is not pull y'all
1: up. I think that's pull you up. Hump tulip? That one actually is pronounced hump tulip. There's no other way to pronounce S-squim. it. Squim. Squim was uh, was one that I was corrected on. Uh, yeah, I would have said sequim. Yeah, that one is, in fact, Stelicum. Stelicum? Yeah, to be clear, uh, the one that I was told is St. Paul is uh, P-O-U-L-S-B-O because apparently there was a transcription error of some co- coin. Some coins. Some coins. All right. Okay, Congratulations well. for that accent? <laughs> you got a permit for speaking. Oh, don't tell history. Daddy will make him <laughs> full of his people. <laughs> You might get in a right spot of trouble. Uh, it's okay. You
2: can't speak up. We don't have a permit to be angry.
1: Oh, we love you, Ryan. Anyway, I'd say long live the king, but under the current circumstances, that seems like a pipe dream. Yeah,
2: ah. yeah, that's almost like a a, a slanderous comment. That's, yeah, that's seditious. Even get myself banned from England before I ever go. Yeah, seditious sarcasm uh alfarius omegon for twenty dollars says the proper term is sasquissy not big pussy uh also it is an incredibly dangerous to mate with a sasquatch whilst in heat the females become very aggressive and will take what they want from any humanoid male ask me how i know i don't think i
1: will i don't think i have you, to. you know that scene from the end of uh what was it was it Endgame, infinity war one of it was Endgame, i think where where he's like you know tell me what happened and he's like i don't think i will <laughs> that, that's that's me right now yeah yeah, yeah, yeah no, right. absolutely not that's right. I have seen Marvel movies, and I haven't seen any since. Yeah, I watched I watched Falcon and the Winter Soldier. That was that was solid. Uh Loki was way too much was going on in Loki. I uh, I've heard nothing good about any Marvel movie since Endgame though. Uh the only thing I've seen since Endgame
2: was the what was the Spider-Man one with all three of them?
1: Uh Oh, I did see that one. No yeah, way yeah, home. Yeah. That great. was good. But you know why it was good? Why? Because Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were in it. Yeah. I'm just glad Andrew got his redemption for Yeah, that. I, and, like, that was actually one of the better... That was a solidly written one because, yeah. like, the fact that his Spider-Man was able to actually... Is it a spoiler alert? Do I need to do a spoiler alert for this point? The movie's been out so it's long, but a a just in way. spoiler alert: the fact that uh, Andrew's Spider-Man got to save uh, MJ. Yeah, you know because he couldn't save Gwen. Yeah, I, I was he like, was. okay, that was that was big, and the fact they had him like start like breaking down over it. Like I, I was like, okay, you know what? It also reminded me how much better the uh, Sony and um, were they both Sony? Yeah. Yeah, how much better the Sony Spider-Man movies were. Like don't get me wrong, I think that Spider-Man has been Disney's best Marvel like superhero series. Mm-hmm. Out well it's still tied
2: individual. T- it's still technically Sony.
1: Yeah, but doesn't Marvel because it's Avengers have like creative co- or doesn't uh Disney have creative control?
2: They they have a deal where essentially they can use Spider-Man? Spider-Man, but they yeah. can't use anything else that is <laughs> maybe that's, to Spider-Man. Maybe
1: that's why Spider-Man's been the only good one so far.
2: <laughs> but yeah, anyway, continuing on. Anyway, uh, Dimitri Minor for $5 says, Gotta make an I'll probably make a video about it someday counter. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody do it, and I, I want to find out what that is by the end of the and year. And then clip every time I say it. Yes, yes. <laughs> Uh, Jensen XXP for £4.99. Thank you. Saying, uh, won't be able to stick around tonight. And keep up the good work, boys. XX.
1: Well, we now will. I'm sorry for making fun of the British. We will do our but best.
2: Thank you. <laughs> thank you very much. Play with Fire 24 for $10. Saying, Question, When starting this channel, did you ever think you would eventually talk about a group of guys arguing over the hair pattern
1: on a Bigfoot Bazangas? Love you guys. To be perfectly honest, that is much closer to the stuff we talked about when the channel started than anything else we do now.
2: Yeah, shockingly enough, if you had had said to me in college, hey, you know how you're studying film and journalism? You're going to end up talking about Bigfoot for a living. I would have probably been like, what went wrong? Yeah, that would have been weird. Well, you were studying history. Yeah. It's crazy the turns life takes. Yeah. I couldn't be more grateful. I'm loving doing this. But I, I would never have believed you, even up until like three years
1: ago, that that I would be doing this. Mortality approaches. <laughs> Dude, I'm going through it with the age thing right now. Are I, hit, you really? I, I, you're having your quarter life crisis. I turn, right now? Yeah, I turned 26, and I was like, Oh no, here it comes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no, oh, boy.
2: Yeah, yeah uh from, yeah it was the uh, yeah, yeah. Abner. Uh, abner lopez for five dollars says hello from casper wyoming really enjoyed the casper ah. mountain crawler and
1: also where the wind is he well apparently casper mountain yep uh. based on the last conversation we had about that and yeah. yes yeah granted i think i think that may have been a hoax that that uh went too far um i'm not i'm not convinced about that video uh also meth. um always a possibility yep but yeah i think i i would love to go up to casper wyoming because there were a lot of missing persons cases like there were a statistically significant number of missing person cases there yeah also i just want to go to wyoming uh, who doesn't yeah.
2: i don't trust people who say they don't uh here is Dollhouse sweets crochet which is an incredible what hell of a name game, yeah Member for eight months, months thank, thank you. you very much uh just says yay
0: yay yay that you're here
2: yeah. yeah. Uh Ryan Howe for I believe it's Canadian five dollars saying, believe how AI enhancement works is by recreating a new image based on the data you show the AI. So there's some margin of error here. Yeah. There's a few different
1: ways that AI work. the new AI stuff uh does does do sort of that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it takes it takes your description, goes, finds so reference images and then.
2: Yeah, it, it depends on what type yeah. of you are using.
1: Also, in case anybody uh, felt there was ambiguity on it. Um, I I am so concerned. <laughs> oh, yeah. <that> <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be don't interesting. I like man. it. I saw somebody uh, I saw a video that was going around Flat Earth uh, Twitter um, because I am being <laughs> tortured by the algorithm right now. Uh, but Flat Earth Twitter, somebody posted a video and it was of Donald Trump at what it was, according to them, a, uh, a, a Masonic ceremony of some kind where he was actually leading a lot. Now, I just want to say this much. A guy like Trump does not have time to to be in charge of Masonic Lodge, mm. just absolutely not. But they were saying, "Oh, it's a he's a thirty third degree Mason," and you know, showing a video of him in all these robes with a sash, and there's him sitting in the middle of the stage. And there's then a a dude to his his right and a woman to his left who are dressed similarly, and there's rows of chairs out front. And of course, I'm looking at it and I'm like, whoever made this has never once even looked up a Masonic lodge. Like incredible. The chairs are never aligned like this in like like you're in an auditorium the The stairs the chairs are on the sides of the room uh up front there are two chairs but they're not elevated above the worshipful master who by the way is not being worshipped he is worshipful he is worshiping uh like there's a whole it's i looked at it and i was you gotta be kidding me man like Sora ai drops and three days later you people are falling for by far the dumbest possible fake
2: yeah What a shame. Also, uh, totally not jamo for 556. Love it. uh, Says, by the way, my name is short for Jameson, so you've been pronouncing it wrong with a (laughs) weird long A. So here's the issue. I thought it was uh, like something uh, like, I want to say like South American or Latino Mm. or whatever. So like, uh, I've been doing it with like a yamo as in. Uh, Totally not a yamo. Yeah, yeah. so didn't realize you were an Irish boy, though. So jamo it is moving forward. But anyway, thank you for the correction. I'll make sure that I do that properly moving forward. Cajun Mike for $5 says, just want to say I love your content. keep no, up the Thank good you. Look. Thank you very
1: much. Uh, Phantom I hope Maniacs. the non-Cajun mics agree. Yes. be very disappointing if it wasn't only like the Cajun Mike. All of the mics, even Wazowski. Uh, Phantom Maniacs for $2 says, we
2: all know Bigfoot is Kane. <laughs> Come on, guys. LOL. You're going to kill me. Where's the mark?
1: I guess I'm going to have to talk about that one, too. Yeah. Is that like an actual thing? Uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of people who say that Bigfoot is Cain, Um, which there's there's a lot of theological stuff to go into there. Uh, Shocking, because I I would disagree that Cain is supposed to be immortal, um, according to the scripture. But, you know, it's whatever.
2: Ryan Howe for Canadian $5 says there have been. Uh, analysis on patty's mm-hmm. body proportions that is an interesting avenue to explore that's something a bit more clear
1: than the muscle yes uh i will be taking a look at that stuff uh when we get to the there's going to be a science of bigfoot video somebody said the mark is the hair growing. no there's going to be uh native tales frontiersman tales uh scientific analysis patterson gimlin film um and then another, a meta-analysis. So there'll be five more videos. MD for $5 says, most Bigfoot
2: activity matches great apes more than humans. Structure of the foot, no arch. Mm-hmm. Stride and smell. Have Bob Gimlin, the YouTube one, on.
1: Yeah, I think once once I've finished the series, I'll, I'll reach out to get him on as a guest. Um, I think it would be a good one. I just, you know... Again, I, I am so on the other side of... Uh, the other side of it from him i think from what i understand he thinks like the patterson gimlin bigfoot is bigfoot Mm -hmm. even if that video itself isn't real um whereas i think we're dealing with something more like uh you know the descent
2: yeah uh jose Perez for five dollars says the frame by frame makes it look more real you should have bob gimlin on
1: yeah there i definitely want to get him on um, I don't know what his following is like, if he would even give us the time of the day, but I'll look it up really quick.
2: That'd be nice. I mean, we're slowly getting to the point where we can, like, actually, like... <laughs> that's true, where we can just be like, hey, bud. Yeah. <laughs> we can actually have conversations with people. Uh, Firebird 24, do, do you know that that's relevant to where we live? Oh, no, yeah. We're... Oh, wow, okay, yeah, we can definitely have a chat with him.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure... My thing was, if like, he's got, like, millions of subscribers, he's probably not going to give us the time of day. But yeah. he's, he's 224, so he's... Yeah, we can do that.
2: Nice. Yeah, we'll reach out. Uh, So, yeah, for, Firebird24 from 999 says, Love your work. I've been developing some short documentaries about myths and urban legends in my home state of Idaho. Any advice on how to approach Native American tribes respectfully for research? That's definitely your Yeah.
1: Ooh, yeah. Um, so, in my experience, I... Uh, I will admit I haven't had a ton of interaction with uh, with orga- with leadership, mm. uh, but I have had a lot of interaction with individuals. Um, typically, the I, I would say the way to do it is just be very upfront and honest about your intentions. Um, if you have prior work that you can show that I that shows your integrity, um, but yeah, it, it really should be you know, hey, my name is so and so. I'm working on this. Um, I'm very interested in. Uh, better understanding topic you know is there anybody who would be willing to sit down and answer some questions or maybe even over email uh you know you know once again respectfully thank you for your time and i hope that we can have a conversation don't make it you know don't be it doesn't you don't want it to be a thing where you're like uh making it fantastical or going crazy with the 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 one mistake you can make is being disrespectful. The other mistake you can make is being patronizing um, and going over the top and treating people like they're, you know, children. They're not. They're they're adults. They have stories. So go to them and say, hey, I'm really interested in this. Uh, I was wondering if there's anybody involved with your tribe, nation, community, you know, depends on who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. That would be willing to sit down and, and talk about it and explain it to me. Um, and then just approach the conversation like that. Uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily you, you might want to tell them it's for a documentary or for something like that. But uh, depending, like if that's what it's for. But yeah, my my suggestion would just be be very uh, direct, be very, you know, respectful of their time and don't don't make it weird. Yeah. don't be like, hey, you silly engines. Tell me your legends like that's not going to work. Neither is. Please, I beg of you. Forgive me for what my ancestors have done. Accept me. Allow me to grovel. They don't like
2: that. Yeah. Both of those avenues are incredibly, like, <laughs> racist
1: in their own ways. Yeah, it's... You, you do not infantilize people. Also, don't treat them like they're a bunch of superstitious idiots. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: the, fa- the fact of the matter is, if you go out to the boonies in Ireland, and you're like, tell me about the fairies, they will. Um... <laughs> It's going to be the same thing. You go and you say, hey, tell me about the sasquettes to somebody who's a shalish person from from British Columbia. And you're like, I'm very interested in understanding your uh, your tribe's tales on this. You know, mm-hmm. I've I would like to know what your beliefs are.
2: And I, I would say just in addition to that, also keep in mind that not everyone may know about it. You mm-hmm. know, despite the fact that they may be part of that tribe or part of that community. A lot of these stories, even in you know, a variety of different cultures over the world, you know, Mm-hmm. have not always properly been passed down to the whole community. Yep. So don't don't assume somebody, just because they're part of that community, is aware of it. Always come at it from a curiosity and a, a genuine, you know, questioning perspective with respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it'd be good to go.
1: Yeah, it's... Like, I really do think the best advice I can give you is treat them like it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know? It, would you... If you were to go to... A, A European country and ask about the local folklore, you wouldn't be weird about it. If you were to to Asia and do it, you wouldn't be weird about it. If you were to Africa, you wouldn't be weird about it. Yeah, just hey, I'm really interested in this. Is there anybody who'd be willing to talk? I think that's the best way to do it.
2: I feel like one interesting way to mentally think about it is almost like asking someone about their job, in the sense of like you know, the individual you may be asking may not be a teacher. But you start off and be like, hey, do you have like, you know, in the same vein, it's like, hey, do you have an experience teaching? Yeah. And it's like, if they do, then it's like, OK, great. Like, would also, you be able to
1: tell me more about this that or whatever? Approach it with a similar yeah. mindset. Yeah. And, you know, I, like I said, though, I do think it's best to when you approach it, say, you know, is there anybody in your community who would be willing to talk about yeah. It? Yeah. Um, that way? It gives them the agency the opportunity to say, yeah, this person's really good or, oh, you know, this guy will talk to you, but just be, fi- be fairly warned, like you know he's not necessarily educated on it yeah. there there's going to be you know stuff like that and then take it and and the best thing you can do is once you get that information just be as honest as you can about it um you know don't don't change their words don't say and i think this is actually this yeah cuz that's you know there there are ways to do it um that's a lot of what what i do whether it's native american european uh you know asiatic whatever we're talking about where it's all right, well, you know, the ancient, you know, these stories come from 500, 600, 700 years ago. Uh, they're a little too fantastical to seem like. They're direct accounts of what happened, so what could possibly have inspired this? Yeah. That's when you start taking the, you know, the the anthropological angle on it. Um, but that's, you know, that that is something that I would suggest. Y- you, you go and you maybe partner with somebody who has experience in this first. Yeah. I had the experience of working very closely with, a fantastic professor all through college so i got to learn kind of how do you how do you construct these things um but yeah if it's not something you're experienced in i would sit down with somebody who has a little bit more experience to do the analysis part um to make sure that you that you are academic without being disrespectful
0: yeah good guy uh
2: jumping right from that uh blake Fogel for 189 says teddy roosevelt kept the big pussy from us we're discussing that in one of these that is gonna come up. And the amount of times it's come up thus far, I mean, how can we not? <laughs> also, like, yeah, if, if anybody was gonna protect us from that, it would have been the bull moose. Uh, Pumpkin Bear7 for $5 says, Lost a package today, but how are y'all today? Hot take Bigfoot doesn't wanna pay taxes, and I'm with Mattis on this.
1: Yep. Taxes are awful.
2: They are. Remember, kids, IRS, I'm not gonna.
0: Kill yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, we're not happy about this year. Anyway. Uh, I told you that I went and checked and they, they're they like randomly for 2021. They were like, you owe $8,700 because you didn't report your investment income. And I was like, I lost money. <laughs> also, like, it's not investment income if you don't withdraw. It. Well, I did, but I lost uh,
0: money.
1: <laughs> so they were like, you, they were like, you made $39,000. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I maybe did thirty nine thousand dollars worth of transactions cumulatively, but I don't think I ever had more than eight grand in the account in in investments at any one time. And I don't even think I had that much. I'm pretty sure I had like, when I think about it, I don't think I ever had more than forty five hundred dollars in Robinhood at once. So it's literally impossible. That I made that much money.
2: <laughs> yeah. Also, even still, it's like you only pay taxes on the amount that you made and not the initial investment that
1: you put in. there. Yeah. And by the way, I made twenty three thousand dollars that year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's insane.
2: <laughs> Love that. Uh, For McLaren, for some form of $7.99. Australian, probably. I thought AUS. We'll, we'll figure We've it out. We've been over there. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure like YouTube just shows it as A. But then what's AUS. Also Australia.
2: Okay. Uh, encourage y'all to listen to some episodes of Sasquatch Chronicles. A lot of encounters and some talks with Bob Gimlin. I can do that.
1: Yeah. Into well, there's a reason we're doing this as a multi-part series. I was yep. thinking about doing it in one part and I was like, nah, this is a bad plan.
2: Yep. <laughs> Too much. Too much to look into. Uh, Mr. Sleepless Out for five dollars says Bob Gimlin, the YouTuber, would be the best person to have on the podcast. His whole channel is dedicated to Bigfoot. I'm
1: getting the sense that we should have Bob Gimlin on the show.
2: Yep, seems that way. Cakes for one eighty nine says, like Bussey has been saying, please do Scientology. That's the opposite of what I've been saying.
1: Maybe someday. Yeah, I uh, I don't really want to be depersoned. Um, yeah. Oh, so you did finally look into... I did look into it, and it is frightening. Yeah,
2: there's a reason why I've been a little like, hey, no yeah. thanks. Maybe once we have like the ability to be entirely self-sustainable and... Tom Cruise, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> baby, no. <laughs> oh, he's got his reasons. Uh, Dimitri Miner for $5 says, coincidentally, the original film reels were all lost uh, at unknown times between the 80s and
1: 90s. That's true, yeah. There's uh, there's there's nothing left. We'll cover that in the Patterson Gimlin one. I'll be like, all right, so let's take you through the actual journey of this tape. How fun! It'll that'll be like the that, that video will be the entire story of the Patterson Gimlin film from from Roger Patter, from everything we know about Roger Patterson and Bob Gimlin and Al Atley up through, you know, today.
2: Every time you say Al, Al Atley, I think of the uh, from
1: nah. the terminal instance but yeah. well unfortunately we D'Atli has passed I see We did mm-hmm. incredible Sharky
2: Fiend for $5 says it was fun hearing about your local paper record searchlight yep. uh, towards the coast
1: that's a lot of statues little a lot statues of yeah. statues yeah I mean, and statues. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I definitely I would love to do like a Bigfoot tour of the west coast I just think it would be fun content maybe we uh, organize some sort of trip
2: yeah it'd be fun in the official data for $1.99 says... Uh, Paul's, bow is Paul's, Paul's bow. bow is Paul's bow. I was told it was St.
1: Paul. <laughs> yes. Yeah, Which sounded wrong. Yeah. interesting. Or maybe they meant it's pronounced like St. Paul's bow. Maybe I just misunderstood. Maybe, that's maybe, probably maybe. what... Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Alpharius Omegon for $5 says, Can confirm Sasquatch are not that hairy in that specific area. I don't
1: like that you said can confirm. Mm. That's the problem. What do you mean? <laughs> What have you seen? Where have you been? What have you experienced? You see, I I did in every single time, and you said experienced. Yeah, experienced. You gotta keep up. But like, why? Specific- Commit to the bit, Aiden. Okay, Aiden. <laughs> Stop <laughs> me. <It's- laughs>
2: echo warrior for 49.99 thank you very thank much thank you uh that so, is so generous it's very nice of you thank you That's lovely. love the bids and show gents keep up the great work also if y'all ever discuss demons on the channel again i have a couple of experiences <laughs> from my lds mission that me right. to believe in them and would love more content from y'all on that subject
1: all right i'd be willing to take a look at it
2: fair enough uh my mom gave us five Aww. bucks and saying congratulations on 400k proud of you guys for the hard work thank you very much uh we did it <laughs> we did it we're we're just kind of it's weird the 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 milestones at this point i think we overlooked because we're just so yeah. busy with everything
1: exactly. else <laughs> it was like oh wait oh well, that's, that's like, cool. like hey, dude, hey, awesome days. thanks How we'll long are we celebrate at together? five
0: yeah
1: <laughs> half a million i yeah, guess the current rate will be sometime in the next hundred <laughs> yeah probably like july yeah what are we what are we at i'm gonna take a look
2: it'd be cool if we hit 500 before our three-year anniversary that would be cool yeah our three-year anniversary is june 13th but it's 13 12 13, 12 june 12th. so if that matters uh but anyway thank you mom oh I was falling behind that's okay nobody wanted to watch about bigfoot today <laughs> uh hidden leaf shinobi yeah, I got that right. Sweet for $2 says, is Death by Six New worth it for the Susquisee? Probably not. Why would you say that? I'm going to say probably not. Goatboy33 for one ninety nine says, Bro, I know Jan 4, I turned 27.
1: Yeah, it's... uh, Yeah.
2: Life gets realer and
1: realer. Yeah, it just keeps coming. And it don't stop coming.
2: It don't stop coming.
1: And it don't stop coming. And it don't stop coming. And it don't stop coming uh sharky fiend five dollars yeah, we're, we're currently yeah we keep going up nearing nine or a thousand subscribers a day so yeah some sometime in the next six months we'll hit five yeah that'd be nice
2: Woo-woo. we're waiting for that. we're waiting for that gold plaque boys and girls uh of a million i know i know <laughs> i'm hungry uh sharky fiend for five dollars says oh also a lot of natives will tell you stories about mm-hmm. bigfoot and their ancestors interacting if you stop into the little statue museum things yep Fair enough.
1: That's why I'd love to go. Yeah,
2: it'd be fun. Uh, Jose Perez for $5 says, Also, my cat was chilling with me while I was watching Missing 4 one and when the sounds came, it freaked out. Anyone else had this happen?
1: Can't say I have, but I... There are creepy sounds, the Sierra Camp tapes. Yeah. I don't have a very cat, because I'm unfortunately allergic, but I do like cats. They're very cute. You have a cat. I wouldn't say I have a cat. I am dating... A cat? This is not getting better for you. cats,
2: not a cat.
1: Little, little. Barbie it from me. Little, little more human. <laughs> little less pet. Like uh, Maureen Ponderosa. Who? Have you not seen Always Sunny? Not as much as you think I have. Well, you gotta watch Always Sunny. There's a lot of that show. Yeah. Get get cracking on it, bud. Yeah, sixteen seasons to make up.
0: Anyway.
2: Uh Pumpkin Bear 7 for $5 says, can we get Thornberry to pronounce the street names? Oh boy, here we go. Okay. Uh Chupitolas, uh Iberville, and Carindell. Or Carindell, maybe.
1: Yeah, I have no idea. I'm guessing these are New Orleans. Chupitolas, I think, is What was the one we uh <laughs> the
2: cat said the cat. the cat? Yes. The cat. My
1: cat. Um, Mike, what were you in to I can't remember. Oh yeah, it was uh, there was like a, uh, Esplan a street that looked like it should have been pronounced like Esplanade mm-hmm. in New Orleans, and to piss Isaiah off, I pronounced it Esplanades. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody told me that it actually is pronounced more like Gatorade, <laughs> and I was like, "You come on, man! <laughs>
2: I don't know, free do free do uh mike de for 199 says ufo no ufo haha ha, another dumb joke fair enough fair enough uh all dragons are sluts for ten dollars says mm-hmm. been a minute since i was able to catch a live missed the interaction love you guys keep doing the amazing job Thank we you. miss saying your name or i miss saying your yeah name. so
1: we're glad that we were able to stop by seems like a little bit of a generalization but i mean you
0: know oh
2: if you have the if you have the knowledge and the information to back it up true yeah if you have the data yeah if you have the data uh, 524 for $4.99 says, thanks for, the, thanks for the advice, I appreciate it a lot. My name is Phoenix, not the same spelling, obviously, Aww. but funny that it relates to your town.
1: Yeah, yeah, I do be liking Phoenixville.
2: Phoenixville is a great spot, no doubt. Totally not JMO, there we go. Got it, got it that time. Got it, my boy. Lot, uh, I'm gathering funds for you making a berserk lore video. Oh. Uh, if I must sell my kidney, <laughs>
1: See, I will. You shouldn't have to sell anything. Yeah, please don't. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll get a Berserk lore could go on the. Uh, by berserk, you mean like berserkers, unless they, I don't know if you mean something more specific. But if that you sounds mean like like berserkers in general, history Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> hey, jeggings, I see what you're doing there. You <laughs> uh, fill me, me anus. You would pronounce it phil my but I'm pretty sure he was trying to say phil my anus. Ah, uh. yeah. <laughs> Fair it could enough. be that there's actually a person named Phil Mianus, and that was a completely legitimate question. Well, I was thinking of, what's the guy from Rick Moranis. Yeah, that's it. I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna be... I love how you just knew. <laughs> yep. There's no Phil Mianus spelled that way.
2: <laughs> Amazing. Uh, also, totally not jam for 639. Love the specificity. Says, uh, the Watchers observed they send the Usafires, I'm afraid.
1: You're just you're Blue falling the off the ledge right now. Fruit squisher for two dollars. That's an amazing. A, oh yeah, no, PKA. Th- those guys I, that, Taylor wasn't. He was yeah, they said just watch your PKA uh, podcast. Yeah, they were a, awful. That was a brutal. Dude, that, that was a hard watch. Like why bring why bring a historian and folklorist on and then ask him about like the Russian Ukraine war? Uh, like and then I everything I said, they like acted like I was insane and then I turned out to be right. Yeah. Hey, they were doing it for the views. <laughs> I was right about almost everything I said. And one of the things I said was like, yeah, I feel like, uh, you know, the reason that they're, the, the, the numbers are getting so high in this Alex Jones thing, like into the billions of dollars in restitution, is because they're trying to make an example of him. Yeah. Because at no point in history has a multi-billion dollar defamation suit happened. And they were like, "Oh, that's are yours in And Meanwhile, I'm not like an Alex Jones fan at all. Like, it's just like a statement. Like, I was just like, "Yeah, I don't know." I mean, based on the numbers here, it seems like they're probably trying to make an example of the guy, which, like, you know, shouldn't be surprising. Like, and they were like, (laughs) (laughs) "Incredible!" Like, I would think a guy that was targeted by the federal government. Because what he was doing with guns wasn't illegal. But they didn't like it. Would be a little bit more skeptical of the government, but.
0: Mm, got it. Yeah, Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: FPS Russia. Like, my favorite thing about FPS Russia is it's like he was doing all this crazy stuff making guns look super cool on YouTube. So they get him for marijuana possession. It was like an Al Capone kind of thing. I'm like, dude, you got pinched for something you didn't even like. Yeah, if you should know this yeah <laughs> you're gonna argue with me about this dude
2: and now now look at the proliferation of gun tubers yeah. the platform like insane affairs megan for five dollars says uh i was only supposed to be in the woods overnight i was kept there for several it was quite wild time and i'm still not sure how to feel about it
1: interesting uh the, the sad part is there are actually people who have come forward and been like, "I had a one night stand with a Bigfoot." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, was it musky?
2: <laughs> oh, moving on. Goosey for two dollars says, "Love y'all, keep up the good work." Thank you, thank you. Uh, Pumpkin Bear Seven for five dollars says, "Uh." Uh, that is pronounced Carondolet. Carondolet. I don't think those are the words. They're not. I just was having fun. Iberville is Iberville. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That's right. And then. uh Chapitulus.
1: Chapitulus. Yeah. Yes. Uh, es- esplanade. Yeah. Um, esplanade. Fair enough. Thanks yeah i don't know what it is with new orleans they're like you know half the time they're like i'm gonna pronounce this french word like a french word and then other times they will be like i'm gonna pronounce this french word like it's not french and also not english because
2: you have to remember um
1: once we bought it
2: a bunch of americans moved in
1: yeah true and a bunch of italians yep and they did not like that no at least somebody didn't they lynched us yeah what The largest mass lynching in u.s history was 11 italian guys in new orleans really uh led uh referring to the Axemen. oh no it's one of the things that led to uh the establishment of columbus day as an official holiday oh that's right you did italy actually threatened there was concern that italy and the united states would go to war over it really yeah Wow. i'm pretty sure like the italians called their diplomats back from our embassies
2: that's insane uh NC Squatch for five five six, nice. <laughs> says, uh, hey fellas it's the first time I've caught y'all live in a while. I just wanted to say keep, keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you very
1: much. Berserk the manga, he says. Oh okay. Uh, I, I see uh, right. also five eighteen. <laughs> Love the <this> specificity. <laughs> Forgive. I apologize for the previous comment. I entered into an odd state. What happened? Amazing. No, that's even Oh better. boy. Entering into an odd state. Uh, feels like, I don't know, like maybe Idaho. Oh, I think you are going to say just like a normal... No, Idaho just seems night. like an odd state. Yeah, that's fair. It is. It's what, a weird. What, what do they do there? Potatoes. I hope not.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will say Boise was surprisingly nice. I believe it. Yeah. It's a good little town. How fair Omegon for $2? Says it was only slightly
1: musky. I want to be very clear that I have no further questions. Yeah, that's all I need to know. While he's not looking, I have further questions.
2: <laughs> what did you say? What? What, did what am I selling? Chocolates. I remember chocolates. I hated it. <laughs> Amazing
1: uh we're out of super chats oh boy and it's 8 45 p.m so that actually kind of works out we have a video to finish we have a video to finish uh, <laughs> but it's a good thing it's sunday Bye and night. i don't have to get the ad done tonight thankfully yeah uh all right well
2: i on time
1: yeah thank you guys so so much for all you do for hanging out for giving us the opportunity to do this for a living because yeah if you had told 16 year old me that he'd be talking about bigfoot for a living he uh he would have laughed at you oh my god firebird sent a two dollar chat. Firebird said, can't confirm Idaho can be odd. Idaho. Idaho. And then another one from Idaho. I'd have a beer. I'd <laughs> have a beer.
2: I'm surprised we're not having a fucking right now.
1: <laughs> you want to read it? Uh, also, Matt, I just want to say, watching you eviscerate Call of Duty streamers and Flat Earthers this has become a necessary part of my daily X intake. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Head over to at Lore Lodge on Twitter if you want to see me beef with Flat Earthers. Um... And also make fun of Call of Duty streamers for being just so incredibly whiny.
2: Yeah, I don't watch them, so I wouldn't know. I
1: don't either. I- That's the funny part is they always respond to me and they're like, you know, what was you doing? they're like, you know, how many clips you got? And I'm sitting here, I'm like, dude, I've been playing Call of Duty for 20 years and I am not as whiny or obsessed with it as you are. Somebody who was like 19 was saying something You know, that had been streaming for like three years. And I was like, dude, I've been playing Call of Duty since you were born. That's wild. (laughs) Like,
2: That's wild.
1: Dude, I was playing Finest Hour when you were in diapers. I was playing Finest Hour on a PlayStation 2 when you were a baby. Do not come, do not deign to come to me and call me... You know, it's like the, uh, what's the, uh, the Narnia quote? Do not cite the deep magic to me, which yeah, I was there dude. when it was written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me whenever one of these like 18 to 20 year old Call of Duty streamers says anything back,
0: I'm like,
1: listen, <laughs> listen, dude. You should challenge them to 1v1s. That'd like, be fun stream stuff. I, I was streaming Call of Duty Warzone before you were like of legal age. Four years ago. Yeah. <laughs> That's how baby you are to me.
2: Wild. Uh, we got two more. Goatboy thirty three for one ninety nine says Captain Ooh. Sir John Franklin's lost expedition.
1: Ooh, as in as in Franklin no- Northern Passage, Franklin. I believe so, dude. That's up your alley too. Yeah. Also, oh, great song they... that references the Franklin expedition is uh, Northwest Passage by Unleash the Archers. Phenomenal. It's a a, a like metal. it's it's a metal cover of an old folk song no that's cool it's really good if you like Sabaton, it's up your alley nice the state may have been delaware that is an odd state yeah it is yeah i it's a brutal state yeah i remember when i was in uh when i was in high school i had a teacher a history teacher my us gov teacher who uh was from delaware went to delaware and uh mentioned fight i would occasionally make fun of delaware in the class but uh I think he mentioned Fight Club or something. Yeah, I mentioned Fight Club, but oh, yeah, he was talking about Del- that's what it was. He was talking about Delaware and how it's like the financial capital by uh, the United States, like all of the banks have their are like mm. headquartered there because of the tax laws. Yeah. And he was I was like, yeah, actually, um, in Fight Club, when they blew up the Wilmington skyline, they did that for real and nobody noticed. <laughs> he just looked at me. He was like, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Also, yeah, uh, uh, J.D.
2: Petty is correct. The next Weird Bible comes out this Thursday. Uh, I'm editing it's it as we It's a fun as one. As we speak.
1: It's a fun one. Yeah. This is going to be a good one. It's going to be uh. a good time. <laughs> Are you keeping in the five minutes of Isaiah, you and me, just laughing uncontrollably? Depends how much we say in between the laughter. <laughs> That's true. It, it's uh... a... <laughs>
0: Who have done this?
2: <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good
1: one. <laughs> it's going to be a good one. Okay.
2: One more.
0: Oh,
1: uh, Cal the official data said I was PC gaming on a Commodore 64 in the 80s. <laughs> yeah, all right. You got me beat. Yeah. You got me beat there. Oh, Incredible. All right. Well thank you everybody for hanging out this was this was real it's been it's been real it's been a show actually it might have been a hoax yeah, based yeah, on it the may, content it but well, been incredibly fake we'll see uh i uh, i'd like to say that it's been real but it's been fake as hell uh if you're uh, if you're in the know you know you don't know he doesn't know He know he doesn't know we're ai what <laughs> I was referencing an Avril Lavigne, an all-time low song that came out over the summer. What are oh, you talking about? Oh, I
2: was just you know? talking about the fact that you kept saying it, like, it's fake, it's all fake. It's like, yeah, we're AI. <laughs> I don't know what no, we, we were an experiment that
1: IBM started three years ago. <laughs> Look That's, how well it's yeah, going. Yeah, it, the reason that we so rarely show my legs is that it's uh, it's a lot of, it's taxing on the computer. Yeah, To, yeah, yeah, to okay. generate the legs, so.
2: Despite it being, like, the best supercomputer in the world, for whatever reason, uh, processing power for below-the-waist rendering mm-hmm. really
1: bad yeah i mean it's, oh, i won't make the um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. we actually can't show him because to generate an accurate version of the Donkadonk would be incredibly difficult It's it would take up so much like gigabytes of ram it's my nickname's thorn bussy but i don't think people understand it's thorn booty if we're being real yeah. yeah yeah we don't know where it comes from you got the dumper back there
0: it's just you know it did I have a wide load sticker on my pants.